0: Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives.
1: Hello, I'm Dr. Shilpa Gupta, a genitourinary medical oncologist at the Cleveland Clinic Toxic Cancer Institute, and I'll talk about how to manage acituzumab, govitecan, or SG-related adverse effects. Let's start with a CRAZE presentation. 72-year-old man with metastatic urothelial cancer scheduled to receive his first dose of SG. What pre-medications are recommended to prevent toxicity? Medications to prevent infusion reactions and medications to prevent chemotherapy-induced nausea and vomiting. In this case, both of these are very important as pre-medications because the SG-related infusion-related reactions can be quite bothersome. The pre-medication recommendations are usually per institution guidelines, specifically Tylenol, diphenhydramine, femotidine, and dexamethasone. For the first infusion, it should be given over three hours and subsequent infusions can be administered over one to two hours if prior infusions were tolerated. Notably, it is important to observe patients during the infusion and for at least 30 minutes after infusions for any signs or symptoms of infusion-related reactions. The chemotherapy-induced nausea and vomiting guidelines should be used for sasituzumab govotecan because it's a moderately emetogenic drug, pre-medication with two or three drug regimen, including... 5HT3 receptor antagonist, corticosteroids, and NK1 receptor antagonist is recommended. Let's start with the case presentation. A 72-year-old man on SG develops neutropenic fever with ANC of 1000 and colitis on day seven of cycle one, requiring hospital admission. In this case, we'll withhold SG until patient completely recovers and has an ANC of greater than 1500 and then resume at 25% dose reduction with empiric growth factors on day 8. In addition, it is recommended to check for UGT1A1. Neutropenia guidelines are highlighted here for any grade 4 neutropenia greater than or equal to 7 days, or grade 3 febrile neutropenia, or grade 3 to 4 neutropenia which delays dosing by 2 to 3 weeks for recovery to grade 1 or less, It's recommended that 25% dose reduction and empiric growth factors be used after the first occurrence. After the second occurrence, reduce the dose by 50%. And if this happens the third time, permanently discontinue treatment. In addition, if at the time of scheduled treatment, grade 3 to 4 neutropenia, which delays dosing beyond three weeks for recovery to grade 1 or less, one should discontinue treatment because this can be life threatening and fatalities have been observed. As far as concomitant medications, inhibitors of UGT1A1 can increase the incidence of adverse reactions due to potential increase in systemic exposure to SN38. And we should try to run a checklist with the pharmacist, avoid administering these inhibitors with SG. It's very important to advise patients of the risk of neutropenia and to seek immediate care for chills or other signs of infection. Advise them about the risk of diarrhea and to seek care if they experience diarrhea for the first time during treatment, GI bleeding, lightheadedness, nausea, or vomiting. Always a good idea to give them Imodium to keep handy in case they develop diarrhea at after hours. Thank you.
0: You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC